Hello and thanks for joining us for another Modern Commerce Talk session from Eventia. Thanks so much for taking the time today. My name, as ever, is Jack Stratton from Insider Trends. I'm your host and delighted to be joined by Marielle Israelson, who is a business advisor with a particular focus on PIM and fashion and beauty and Eventia. Hi, Marielle. Hello. Hi. Very nice to, to be here to join this session. Thanks so much, Marielle. And we're... Um, talking um today about pim in the in the in the fashion sector um it's super interesting to me as someone who works across lots of different industries um in a fairly broad manner um from the outside looking in i always think that fashion and beauty um everything always seems to move just a bit quicker um when we were look seeing in the pandemic when certain technologies maybe were um accelerating in terms of how customers were, were using them and the things they were willing to do. Fashion and beauty always seemed to be at the forefront. That was the same before the pandemic. And with that, um, it's clear to me that customer expectations are always particularly high um, yeah. in terms of everything in the buying journey, um, you know, availability of information, but also how easily you can access stuff. Um, customer expectations always seem so high. It's always so interesting to, to me in fashion how that seems to happen. Um, and I think this relates, you know, very closely to, to what we're going to talk about. So to kick it off, um, sort of a fundamental question here, why does fashion product data um, define this uh, customer journey that I'm sort of hinting towards, these high customer expectations? Um, mm. Talk us through a bit about how fashion product data plays into that. Yeah. Uh, in my experience, based on different customers I've worked with, it's it's kind of more difficult within the fashion industry because the expectations on how the data are structured are pretty much the same within all the industries. But you're using the data in the systems in a particular other way, coming to the customer experience on the web, because it has another relevance in terms of touch and feel and the relevance that the customers expect to the styling of the image and the filter of colors or attributes or in how many categories the product should end up with where the data usually if you automate it could be one or very few attributes where in the eye of the product you visualize it as green but maybe the actual data is another kind of green so it's very difficult and then you want the video to actually be the exact same color as the image because if it doesn't the customer going to experience a, a dif difficulty making the buying decision what color is it actually and so it, it's very much harder within the fashion industry and i see a very bigger need in terms of um, a higher manual quality assurance in the actual approval process of fashion and beauty uh, products and as you said the the fast fashion and also fast beauty sections, you have a shorter product life cycle. Some products go never out of stock, but some products just live for a very short while because it's a very high trend at this season for this moment. So there's a lot of products flowing through the systems that always needs to reach the highest quality where you are always facing some difficulties internally based on the processes and the quality assurance, but basically everything starts with how the data is structured because it's going to help you and does that um you know i'm just thinking about um you know a larger fashion retailer but actually you know in the uk there's been so many small 
fashion brands in mm. the last couple of years that have kind of just appeared from nowhere and mm. all of a sudden are competing with with you know the big players um actually does, from your point of view does that growth kind of rely quite heavily then on having your kind of product data in order to begin with is it actually almost impossible to scale if you haven't got that PIM in place or not? Yeah, no, I would say no, because I've been there uh, setting up the PIM and data structure from the start and I've, have also experienced coming in a little bit too late where you're facing way heavier and bigger difficulties in structuring it up a little bit too late because mm. then you have a lot of assortment on the web and you're going to restructure the actual data that's going to affect the already published assortment where you need to adjust that at the same time where you're adjusting the future product so i would say it's it's not no longer a nice to have it's really like a need to have mm where I'm working very hard on to very much focus on structuring up the data. Because if you do that from the very start, and if you put those amount of hours from the start, you're going to have a baseline that actually supports you in the scale uh, with no need for building bigger teams internally or doing things way too much difficult. So uh, it all starts from structuring up the data to help you, even though if you don't have that much products to sell today but you have the goal and vision to scale up uh, way bigger i would say start with structuring up the data and look at the processes and the workflows to optimize it and does um thinking about some of the maybe the trends that i'm thinking about whether i'm a, a smaller fashion player or a much bigger one mm. um you know if i'm if i'm looking at things like i don't know the ability to kind of as a buyer maybe buy something immediately when I'm looking at it on social media or maybe um, when I go to the website I want to see um, the product in lots of different ways from different mm. positions and zoom in and different things all the different aspects of maybe an online and even an offline journey like being able mm. to get stock avail availability at my nearby store really does all of that still come back to PIM also actually if the product data doesn't work is it harder to do that stuff? The, the actual profit and benefit of having a PIM system is that you have one source of truth of the product information and you can use it both offline and online and in an omnichannel kind of way. So then you don't have to um, be uncertain of what product information you have in the store in that system and you have another product information online in that system. So th the best way, and th th that's actually the very beneficial thing with the PIM. If you have one source of truth, you can optimize the amount of product publishments in the volumes, but also make sure that the customer service can reach the, the product information if they want and can rely on that the information in the PIM system is what is true. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm all for um, promoting PIM systems if you want to optimize your your workflows and your assortments working with quality assurance. Um, and this leads me into thinking um, a little about uh, marketplaces as well. Um, mm. Because, well, for example, in the UK, and you probably you probably know all about it, people are talking a lot about Next, Next mm. being big UK fashion retailer, but actually um, we're really struggling, but a lot of their kind of resurgence is associated with the creation of their marketplace. And it's still emerging at this point, but 
um, suddenly Next have, have become this 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 kind of mini marketplace of fashion brands. Mm. Um, it's doing all kinds of great things, not just for bringing in new customers, but kind of mm. bringing in some brand love. I think people like the fact that Next are actually giving a platform to new sellers um, and also different price points. So like they've got their kind of premium products and lower end products. There's loads of good stuff yeah. they're doing. Um, but I'm interested. I have no idea. How does how how does PIM work in that scenario? Because that's a totally different setup, a different mm. kind of customer journey. Um, do the same principles apply in terms of PIM and getting that in order? Or, you know, it's probably a lot more complicated, I'm sure. Yes, definitely much more complicated and complex. And uh, you, you, you're you usually working a lot more in, in time with quality assurance in, in terms of the product dates that we're working with a lot of other vendors as in a marketplace or such and the, the easiest way is if you are your own brand and you you're having a production of taking and creating your own brand and you own the products where you can take full control of the product information and the images etc then you can have full control of how you want to set up the data model and structure the data because that's totally owned internally when you're working more with a marketplace kind of thinking and you're receiving data structured in different ways from different vendors that are supposed to be suitable into your data structure on how you want to present it on your web with your tone of brand is way more difficult and gets a lot more complex. There are a lot of um, benefits using PIM in that matter as well, but independently on how big the organization is and how complex that setup is you might also need an mdm system instead of a pim system so um, it's a matter and, and decision of system also uh, but it's definitely more requirements in terms of uh, time and uh, processes and uh, communication with different vendors and how you structure up the data because you are dependent on a third party mm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And just, mm. um, I suppose, as a kind of concluding question, if I go back to what we where we kind of started and thinking about how fashion product data um, kind of defines the whole customer journey, um, what do you see? Do you think that um, the industry, from your experience and the clients you've worked with, is the industry getting better at understanding this stuff and doing it and understanding how central PIM is to these great customer experiences? Or do you still think there's a lot of kind of um, resistance? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that might listen to this who think, I know this is important, but I struggle to convince my bosses or whoever else that we need to invest in this or whatever. Mm. So do you think it's in, the situation is improving for your experience or do you still meet a lot of resistance um, in explaining how important PIM is in the stuff? Mm. No, I would say that's particularly after this year that we've gone through. Again, I think that a lot of companies that have had the, the mentality of nice to have and you actually now come to a point where you you see it's a need to have to mm. to control your data to work with it and also to uh, work with a wider volume of products and assortments and control it in a better way without having bigger teams internally to to have two big costs so the pim i would say it's a lot more frequent that it's asked to be implemented because again it's it's a lot of competitors out there and they are seeing what they everyone else are doing and why they are succeeding and then they are knowing that that company do have a PIM system and they have succeed, succeeded by doing this and this and this 
And so I think that a lot of companies have come to a point where they look over the big costs in internally of the systems. Do you really need that many amount of systems when you can actually turn it and slim it down to mm -hmm. one system and use the same kind of functionalities, but do have better control and quality of the data in one system instead? So I wouldn't say that it's that we're struggling with customers realizing that PIM is is a very beneficial thing or system to have. Yeah, and it feels um, it feels so vital because definitely in in, in my world where I, we mm. spend a lot of time talking about the kind of exciting front end trends that are happening in fashion, yeah. these new ways that customers are um, experiencing brands, buying their products, finding out about brands. Loads of cool things are happening, but what I'm learning more and more. Uh, working with Eventia and learning about PIM and master data is that there's actually no, that all stops if you don't have this uh, one source of truth product yeah. idea. Um, we might as well stop talking about trends if that isn't in place because you can't yeah. keep doing this stuff. No, exactly. I mean, the PIM system is also making the possibilities to do have the, the omni-channel thinking, working mm. with different trends and in different channels and always always rely on that the information is pretty much the same. Um, so it's very critical due to latest trends and stay on, on top of that in comparison to the competitors that you do have. And in order to do that and always be ahead of that curve, um, yeah, staying up with the trends, you need to be able to have the systems and the data to actually help you to, to do this uh, in a very beneficial way. Yeah, it's really, and it's helping my thinking for sure. I keep thinking to myself, um, whenever we're talking about front end stuff, yeah. PIM is often the back end thing that might, you know, in the past have been forgotten, but actually mm. the front end doesn't work, just like in e-commerce or anything else, the front end yeah. stuff, it doesn't work if the back end Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And th this is very interesting because this is also what I'm seeing a lot that when you're doing a, a redesign of your web or e-commerce or whatever you're doing, it's a lot of focus on their particular CMS or e-com system front end. But mm -hmm. what you really need to do is to go down when you're building a house, you're actually building the stable ground first mm. to have the rest to actually fall in place. And that's what the PIM system is doing to help the front end to actually only um, prom promote and to boost and merchandise whatever comes from PIM based on that the data is structured uh, correctly. Yeah, I like it. We can finish on that. PIM is the, the foundation for yes. building your Correct. super cool fashion website house. <laughs> um, thanks so much, Marielle. Uh, it's been Thank super you. interesting. Um, and thanks for joining us for another Modern Commerce Talk. And we'll be back yeah. with another one soon. Take Thank care. You. Thanks a lot. Bye bye.